eye-opening truths that everyone must face. Hello, my friend, and welcome to Something for Everybody, the podcast to help those who listen feel more loved and connected through story sharing. My name is Aaron Mashbitz, and my mission is to help you realize your potential and capabilities through conversations and deep insights, so you can make your prior best your new baseline. Today's episode is a solo episode where I'm covering life's harsh realities, some eye-opening truths that you definitely must face. And in other news, this podcast is brought to you by Amare. Amare is the mental wellness company, and I use their products every single day. So click the link in the show notes, scroll through their products, and see which ones might work best for you. Then at checkout, use code EVERYBODY for $10 off your entire order. Now, on to episode 177 of Something for Everybody. Hello, my friend. Welcome to Something for Everybody. My name is Aaron Mashbitz, and today's episode is a solo episode where I will be covering nine eye-opening truths that everyone must face. Really, it's life's harsh realities. And if we can accept reality as is, then we have a better chance of moving into the best version of ourselves. But here we go. Let's start with the first one, which is failure is a part of life. Failure is a part of life. Going through life without failing is impossible. And thinking otherwise is an absolute recipe for disaster. But unfortunately, failing is a big part of life, and the only way to know how to put yourself back together again is to fall apart in the first place. Now, I would would like to reframe this idea of failure, okay, because I have defined failure as the refusal to move forward. Now, if we put, sometimes we have to grit it out, and sometimes we have to quit into sort of a separate category, because that's very case-by-case basis, but let's just talk about sort of the the larger picture here, if we zoom out and we just look at failure as a whole, it's failure is defined in my eyes as the refusal to move forward. So really, failure doesn't have to be a part of life per se if we continue to move forward, which means falling is an integral part of life. It's a crucial part of life. But the important part after falling is how we get back up, how we pick ourselves back up, how we recover. So instead of framing ourselves as a failure or failing, we can just frame it as a mistake, a mistake, a mistake, which means sort of like in film, we tried to produce the best scene possible, but it was a mistake. And so if we can look at that in our life, then we pick ourselves back up. We say, okay, what needs work here? What went well? What can I improve upon to do better next time? I'm not a failure because I picked myself back up and I continue to move forward. doesn't matter how slowly or how small you are moving forward. You decided that you were going to move forward regardless. So you're not failing and you're not a failure. But that like contextualizing it in that way uh, is fine, right? Failure is a part of life. You are not going to succeed at everything that you do. Not everything is going to go your way. All of those things are very true. But if we can reframe this idea of we're failures, we're not. If we're trying, if we're in the arena, if we have blood, sweat, and guts in the arena, we are doing the damn thing. 
we are doing the damn thing and that's the most important thing, but also how you pick yourself up, how you frame it, and how you review and reflect upon what you're doing so you can improve moving forward. So that's truth number one. Let's move on to number two, which is don't expect happiness at the finish line. I'm sure you've heard that life is about the journey, not the destination. It's an important reality to accept. I thought I'd be happy when whatever, fill in the blank with whatever works for you. It didn't happen because I, so like, right, I thought I'd be happy when. We heard people, we hear people say it all the time, right? They reach the top of the mountain and they're not fulfilled or they're not happy, right? It wasn't really the, the finish line that made them happy or got them fulfilled or made them feel purposeful, but it was the destination. It was the journey. It was the climb up the mountain, right? Happiness or fulfillment comes from yourself in the now, right? Doing the thing you're doing right now. So enjoy the process. Be where your feet are. Everything good happens in the present moment. Everything good happens in the present moment. There's a saying in AA, it goes, if you have one foot in the past and one foot in the future, you're peeing on the present. You do not want to pee on the present. You want to be in the present because that's where all the good stuff happens, the great conversations, the experiences, the moments, the love, the joy, and also some of the hard stuff. But some of the hard stuff is the beauty of life and experiencing this whole totality of being a human being. And so, yeah, reaching a destination is great. Graduating from college, getting that job, whatever the case may be is. Yes, those sort of milestones and markers that the thing you're doing is good, the process that you've acquired is getting you to where you want to go. But ultimately, the journey, the climb, the steps, the iterations, the review, the execution of the thing is the fun part, right? You know, related to this podcast, right? I have a competitive advantage, I believe, in the podcasting game because I just love doing the thing. Whether I'm talking on a solo episode about trying to learn a new subject or express it to you in a way that makes sense, or I'm having a uh, conversation with a guest, whether that be a doctor, a rabbi, whoever the case is, like I love doing that thing. And yeah, it's cool to see the metrics go and the downloads go and the subscribers go up, obviously, but I do this forever just for the simple fact that I love doing it and I enjoy the process. So do the thing because you love doing the thing. And I think then sort of the abundance and all that other stuff just sort of flows to you. And it's a a competitive advantage to have fun doing the thing you're doing. Other people won't do it as long or as hard as you if they're not having the fun that you're having. So I think that's extremely important. Next one is your first relationship will most likely fail. And this, in this context, I think fail is appropriate, right? Because you're not moving forward. You're not moving forward. The relationship ended and there's a ton to be learned from that thing. That was one I was talking about, either, you know, you need to, to grit it out or to quit. In some relationships, you just have to end because they're not for you. This isn't your person. Um, you guys aren't meshing. There's not a lot of compatibility. You've tried sort of all of these markers or you're young and immature and you're not sure how to navigate these waters or you don't know how to... Uh, share your needs, you haven't become that fully blossomed version of yourself, all of these things sort of um, create a mixture for why your relationship, um, your first one will most likely fail, right? So no matter how strongly you feel about your first romantic partner or your first serious relationship, the harsh reality is heartbreaking, right? Odds are the relationship will crash, you will get your heart broken, you will feel this sense of deep sadness, um, but don't worry, it happens to literally everyone and life actually does go on and it's important that you know that you step into the arena because you cannot find true love without risking heartbreak. You cannot hit the game-winning home run if you're not willing to strike out in the same batter's box. It's hugely important. Yes, cliche, but it's absolutely true. 
And that first love or that first heartbreak will teach you so much about yourself. And as you experience more relationships or more different things about life or discover who you are in a little bit more concrete manner, then your relationships will also blossom as you figure out what you want and need and the values you want to live by and your first principles and all of those great things. Sweet. Next one. (sighs) Nothing happens unless you do something. Nothing happens unless you do something. Your life is what you make of it. And if you don't have the life you've dreamed of, you can only blame yourself. Now, there's some other circumstances that might go into that, but for the most part, you are in control of your life. You are the architect of your life, and you have to take full responsibility and ownership of that. It's your life, not someone else's. It's your life, not someone else's. You still have time, right? You still have time right now. You're breathing. You're breathing. You have life in your blood, in your body. You have life left, which means you can make choices and deliberate actions to start moving in the direction where you want your life to be. You have to create a vision for yourself. Where do you see yourself in one year, in two years, in five years, in 10 years, in 15 years? Write it out. Jot it out. Really put it down. Use it as a force and function to get it out of your brain onto a piece of paper. Envision your life as the best possible thing that can happen. Also envision some of the setbacks and the obstacles and how you're going to overcome them and how you're going to move forward towards that best version of you. But nothing happens unless you do. I talk about this three-pronged approach. Three-pronged approach. Uh, Awareness, acceptance, action. Awareness, we have to recognize first that we need to make a change or something needs to happen or that we feel this certain emotion, whatever the context that we're dealing with. Then we accept it as is. This is my life. I'm in this current position. I live in my parents' basement. I don't have a job. I'm not in a relationship. Um, I didn't graduate high school. Whatever it is, there's a multitude of things that you have to accept that this is your actual starting point, not this false thing, this false reality, this what is actually your starting point because it doesn't matter where it is. You have the ability to change that. You have the capabilities to change that. You have the responsibility and the ownership to move in a certain direction. So you're aware, you accept, and then you move into action. Action, action, action. Nothing happens unless you do something. Nothing happens unless you do something. Action, action, action. Responsibility and ownership for your life, for your choices, and how you want to move towards that best version of you. That's it. That's the end of the story. Take on as much responsibility as you can for your life, your choices, and the way you move about your life. That's it. That's the golden nugget. Nothing happens unless you do something. Next one. Physical appearance does matter. <clears throat> yeah, this is kind of, you know, um, while this seems uh, especially hearth, oh, hearth, <laughs> while this seems especially harsh, since are these, you know, life's harsh realities, um, the truth is that society judges everyone on their appearance. They do, right? Uh, countless people admit they get treated better by others uh, after they, you know, lose weight, get in shape, you start driving a nice car. Uh, It's sad, but it's true. So physical appearance does matter because it's sort of the first thing that people see. And now there's stuff on our body that we can never change. Um, Well, maybe that you can change, but there's certain things that we're sort of born with that are innate, beautiful features of ourselves. And we can, we can start to love and enjoy those aspects of ourselves. I love my nose. I love my ears. They're part of me. You know, at one point I got bullied a lot for these physical features on my body And now I I take pride in them because it's who I am and I love who I am. But there are things about us 
that we can change, right? We can have great personal hygiene. We can have a skincare routine. We can have an exercise routine. We can eat well, which changes the complexion of our skin and how clear it is, right? We can sleep better, which helps our energy, which makes us feel and look revitalized. The food we eat, the relationships we have, all of these things impact our physical appearance. They do. Um, again, there are certain things we cannot change and we have to learn and to love those things about ourselves because they're innate, beautiful uh, intrinsic parts of us that are very important and unique to us. But there are things that we can do something about. We can get into the gym. We can eat well. We can move well. We can sleep well and we can think well, which also uh, affect our uh, outward physical appearance. Um, and then all these material things, like uh, let's just let go of that, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, you don't need this external validation from certain things. You need internal validation. You need love and self-respect for yourself. You need to do esteemable acts to build self-esteem within yourself and to build that self-worth and to build that undeniable stack of proof that you are who you say you are by eating well, moving well, sleeping well, and thinking well. Next one, life isn't fair. I mean, this sort of falls along with the last one, right? Um, you need to accept some things in life and move forward, right? You need to accept some things in life are just not fair. They're just not fair. You Here's an example, right? You may put in the absolute appropriate amount of effort, attention, focus on this thing that you really want, and you may still never get it. You may never get that job even though you were the best candidate, even though you did all the effort, it had a great resume, had a great interview, said the right things, did all the right things, and you still didn't get it. Life just isn't fair. It isn't fair. I don't know how or why. Um, tons of unpredictable, uncontrollable atrocities happen all of the time. People die in car accidents. Young kids die of cancer. Um, people die by suicide. All of these things uh, encompass the unfairness of life. But we have to accept it. We have to accept it because the only thing we can change is how we respond to it. Event plus response equals outcome. But there's an event, sometimes uncontrollable, unpredictable, so tragic, so painful, so hard, so just unimaginable. But our response to that is still under our control. If Viktor Frankl can do it inside of a concentration camps, inside the Holocaust, then we have the power and the capacity and the capability to do it in our lives today. Not saying it's easy. It's extremely, extremely hard. But we have the power and the capabilities to do it. To do it. Right, failing to not accept that life isn't fair um, is devastating. It will devastate your life. You will come, woe is me. Um, you'll have a victim mentality. You always think that the world and people are against you and that you're the most unlucky person and everything oh, only happens to you. I mean, that's a very narcissistic view of the world that you're the, you're, the whole world is against you and everyone's trying to keep you down. That's never gonna work. That's the opposite of taking, of, of taking responsibility for your life. You take responsibility for your life. You accept things as they are. Sometimes life isn't fair. Sometimes things don't work out in your favor, but you can always respond the best way possible. So moving forward, you have better control over the next outcome, over the next situation because you respond in an appropriate manner and you took responsibility for your actions, for your choices and your movements and now you're making deliberate actions moving forward and accepting the fact that things happen that are way outside of our control and that are very unfair. It just is what it is. But we always have control over how we respond, always. Next one. Life can change instantly. 
instantly. Life can change instantly. Many people recall stories of their lives turned upside down in an instant, whether it's losing a loved one, giving off for their dream job, or suffering a medical emergency. Emergency. Life can change in the blink of an eye. Make sure you're prepared for everything. I don't know about that last thing. Make sure you're prepared for everything. I don't even know if that's possible. Uh, I'm not sure it's possible to be prepared for everything. We should be living our lives to the fullest extent right now, um, knowing that life is very short. It could end in an instant, but we're not prepared for everything. That just I think that's that creates a sense of overwhelm. We're prepared for some things. We're not naive to the fact that death happens or loss happens. We're not naive to that fact, but we're not prepared for everything. We're trying to live our best, most fulfilled life, knowing that life can change in an instant. My life changed in an instant in 2018 when I lost my big sister, Rachel, to suicide. My life changed in a moment, right there, boom, changed forever. It put me on a whole different trajectory than I ever thought I would ever be on, ever. Turned everything upside down. My life, my parents' life, upside down in an instant. And now we're five years, you know, um, from that moment in time that everything changed. And my life is completely different than I ever imagined. And so, yes, life can change in an instant. And again, we have to accept that. We have to accept that thing, the loss of our loved one. Or maybe it was a good thing that happened that changed your life in an instant. Got offered the dream job and now you have to move to a different city. You know? suffered a, a medical condition that sort of came out of nowhere. We have to accept it. What's in, our, what's in our control is that response, is that response. And again, these things are not easy. They take time. They take effort. They take patience. They take grace. They take support. They take forgiveness. They take all of these things and uh, sort of combine together to allow you to respond in the best way possible so you can move forward with your life in the best way possible. That's what's important about all of these things. Next one sort of um, goes in line with the last one, but time eventually runs out. Some harsh realities can stop you in your tracks. One man passes along his words to live by. You can't get your time back. Stop wasting it. You cannot get your time back. Stop wasting it. You cannot get your time back. Stop wasting it. Stop wasting it. Figure out what you want to do in this life. You have a passion. You have a unique gift. You have something divine inside of you that needs to be expressed because it'll make the world a better place. What is it? Stop wasting your time. Stop thinking that you can start next week or tomorrow, that you can start in a week or next year or January 1. You have to start right now. The best time to start was yesterday. The next best time to start is right now is right now. You have unique gifts that you have to express to the world and time eventually runs out. Life is short. Life is unfair. All of those things blend together. Life is short. Life is unfair and time eventually runs out. So stop fucking wasting it. This is your only life. This is your only life. You get this. This is not a dress rehearsal for another life that you get. This is all you got right here on this planet. You are the most unique person that has ever existed with your framework, with your makeup, with everything that you have. And express that divine gift to the world and stop wasting it. Stop wasting it. You have a responsibility to yourself and to the rest of the world to do that. So think about that really deeply. Think about that really deeply. You have a responsibility. Take on that responsibility. It'll be the greatest adventure of your life. It'll be the greatest adventure of your life. The best life you could live is right now taking responsibility for those unique divine gifts that live inside of you. Next one, the world owes you nothing. 
The world owes you nothing. They don't owe you shit. Everyone has their issues, but stop expecting the world to fix whatever you are dealing with. If you have traumas or mental health issues, it's not everyone's job to tiptoe around you and tolerate your bad behavior. You refuse because you refuse to address yourself. You have to address it. You have to address it. You have to address it. If you've dealt with trauma or heartbreak or loss or mental health issues, you have to address it because it will ruin and destroy different parts of your life. And then you think someone owes you something because you went through something hard. Everyone's gone through something hard. Everyone's gone through something painful and traumatic. And yes, uh, avoiding it and suppressing it and uh, doing all of that stuff at some points in our life keeps us safe. When we're children, we don't know any better. But we've come to be fully blossomed adults and we have to deal with that stuff head on. Voluntarily facing our fears, that's the cure. Voluntarily facing our fears, that is the cure. So the world doesn't owe you anything, but you yourself can take responsibility for your life, what you went through. It's not your fault. Absolutely, trauma is not your fault. Whether you went through something, sexual abuse, assault, all of that stuff, a big trauma, a little trauma, doesn't matter. There's no hierarchy of pain when it comes to how you feel. If you feel something, then it means something. It was not your fault. It was not your fault, but it is your responsibility to do the work to heal that, to blossom into that beautiful butterfly, to uncover these parts of yourself that are whole and beautiful and loving and deserving of all of the great things. It is your responsibility to do that when it comes to anything, when it comes to dealing with your mental health, when it comes to dealing with traumas, when it comes to dealing with heartbreak or anything. It's not your fault. You're not bad because of it. You're still beautiful and whole and kind and compassionate, but it is your responsibility. Your life is your responsibility. Your mental health is your responsibility. Your physical health is your responsibility. Your overall well-being is your responsibility because the world doesn't owe you anything. You have to go out and you have to earn it. You have to earn it. There is the best version of you sitting inside of you, the best version of you that can be the greatest service to the world. It's sitting inside of you, dormant, ready, untapped potential. How can you take action steps, daily action steps each and every day to unlock that, to heal yourself, to blossom into that beautiful butterfly, to become that best version of you in greatest service of the world? It's your responsibility. Take it on. I tell you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It is the greatest adventure of your life to go on and do the work. Just go. Do it. You won't ever regret investing in yourself, in your mental health, and in your physical health. You'll never regret it. Go on that adventure, baby. I promise it's worth it. I promise. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that I'm going to stop there. Yeah, I'm going to stop there. I don't know how many that was, um, but I'm, I'm happy with that. I think that was like eight or nine. Um, either way, I also wrote a Twitter thread about it too. So if you want sort of to look at these um, while you're hearing me talk about them, check out my Twitter. It's just at Aaron Mashbits where I wrote a thread about this. I usually write two threads uh, on Twitter every week, so you can check me out there if you're not following me on Twitter. Um, but yeah, those are the harsh realities of life. And if we can accept those realities, we're much better off in terms of accepting reality and moving into sort of action and taking full responsibility for our lives. And that's really the most important piece. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. See y'all next time. Lots of love. Cheers.
Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. What was your biggest takeaway? What idea or harsh reality resonated with you the most that you can take action on and implement into your life right now? And if you enjoyed that episode, please share it with a friend because the podcast grows from people like you sharing it with people like you. And don't forget to leave us a rating or a review on Spotify, Apple, or even on Good Pods. But the absolute best way to support this podcast is through Patreon. Patreon.com slash Aaron Mashbits directly supports me, this podcast, and my mental health nonprofit, You Are Loved. So click the link in the show notes, see which tier might work best for you, and I appreciate your support in advance. But most importantly, most importantly, above all else, please, please take good care of yourselves and others, and I'll see you next time. Lots of love. Cheers.